0: Hello my fellow listeners, welcome back to my podcast series. Today we will be taking a break from our fellow slasher villain friends and be diving into the story of one of Stan Lee's most fabulous creations, our friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. I also want to address the fact that this story I'm telling doesn't contain much detailed information, so I will be relying on my own imagination to bring it to life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show! New York City Home to millions of Americans, but also home to our hero, Spider-Man, or more commonly known as Peter Parker. At the age of 15, Peter was bitten by a radioactive spider, and for the last 40 years, he has been the vigilante superhero New Yorkers love and despise.
1: Jonah Jameson here. Spider-Man. A psychopath wielding powers he has no right to possess. Trying to pass himself off as a hero. Well, let me tell you something, kid. You're no hero. Mysterio. That's a hero. You are a criminal. A miscreant. A masked marauder. A menace.
0: With great power comes great responsibility. You help someone, you help everyone. These were the words of wisdom I used to live by. I was a young man then. Forty years' war against many foes was about to begin, and I could not imagine what the future had in store for me. My name is Peter Benjamin Parker. This is the story of my last stand. Peter Parker had returned home to his beautiful wife, Mary Jane Watson, and their son, Ben Parker. Hey, honey.
1: Oh, Peter, you're home. How was work?
0: It was good. Stopped at least two muggings tonight. You wouldn't believe how young the kids were in the second one.
1: Oh, really? How old? About 14 and 15. Jesus, that's sad. What did you do?
0: Well, after calming down the guy who was threatening to call the cops, I asked the kids why they were doing this. They told me that they were trying to buy some medicine for their sick aunt because they're homeless. So I pointed them at the feast center.
1: Oh, you'll always be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man PD. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'll get it. Why don't you check on Ben?
0: All right. Peter walked upstairs to his son's bedroom where he was drawing a picture of his dad in his Spider-Man uniform. Peter and Ben embraced embraced each other and talked about their days. Peter then returned downstairs with Ben in his arms but MJ was in tears. MJ what's wrong?
1: Peter it's Kane and Maddie they're in the hospital.
0: Peter felt his entire world sinking faster than a body falling into the depths of the ocean's darkness. The three were in the car within a minute and speeding off to the hospital. Ben was in the back seat with his mother. She pulled him close and said,
1: Ben, sweetie, some of daddy's friends are hurt. We're gonna see them now and I need you to be a brave boy, okay?
0: Upon arriving, Peter and MJ asked about the status of their friends. The doctor told them that they had gone into intensive emergency surgery. Peter knew that somebody was responsible for doing this to them. MJ, I'm going to go to the crime scene and see if I can learn anything.
1: Be careful, Peter. I'll call you if anything happens.
0: Alright, I've got the location from my crime data system. I should hurry. It's times like these where I call in Yuri. I miss her. I I can't think about that now, though. I have to get to the scene of the crime, and quick. Spider-Man arrived at the crime scene and saw the the amount of blood that was all over the ground. This wasn't a regular hit and run. They were attacked, and the assailant intended on probably killing them, too. Wait, hang on. What's this? Spider-Man knelt down and picked up the small piece of what looked like to be part of a fur coat. Strange, this looks like lion fur, but that's not possible, unless it then hit him. Spider-Man knew who was responsible for this. It was Craven. Craven the Hunter. A highly skilled hunter, capable of taking down his targets with his bare hands. Born in Russia, Kravenoff eventually moved to Africa, where he met and fell in love with the Calypso. There, he also collected so many victories that hunting became all too easy. He even tamed a lion and turned him into his loyal pet. Spider-Man and Craven had fought each other on many occasions. While most of their fights resulted in Spider-Man winning, Craven would always try his luck again to hunt down Spider-Man. Only now, he had gone and hurt two of his close friends. MJ, I know who attacked our friends. You do? It's Craven, the Hunter. I found a piece of line for her at the crime scene. But what puddles, puzzles me the most is... Why did he attack them?
1: I agree. Something doesn't feel right. Please be careful, Pete.
0: I will. Any updates on Kane and Maddie?
1: No, they're still in surgery.
0: Okay. Call me if anything happens. I love you, MJ.
1: I love you too, Pete.
0: What the... Spider-Man looked across from him. It was Kraven the Hunter. He broke free of the restraints, feeling the adrenaline flooding through his veins like poison. He leaped across to Kraven's rooftop. Why did you attack those two citizens, Kraven? Wouldn't you like to know, insect? Actually, yeah, I would like to know. Spider-Man fired his webs at Kraven, but he moved out of the way before it could stick to him. Spider-Man then fired two more webs at Kraven, and pulled him right into his grasp. I could do this all day, Craven. Now tell me, why did you attack those two citizens? Craven chuckled at Spider-Man's question. Why would I tell you? They are nothing more than ordinary civilians of this city. People you don't have time for all the time. Am I correct? What are you talking about? Spider-Man asked, raising his voice. I know who you are. Peter Parker. Peter felt his heart sink right into his stomach. So many thoughts were running through his mind. How does he know my identity? Must somebody have told him or something? Nobody else knows who I am, but Otto. Otto knows who I am, but did he? No, he couldn't have. If he exposed my secret, then surely everyone would be on my case right now. What? Spider-Man was immersed was so immersed into his thoughts that he did not hear Craven correctly. "Too bad, you'll never know." Craven then punched Spider-Man in the face, knocking him back and causing him to let go of Craven. He quickly got to his feet and saw Craven heading east. "You're not getting away that easy." "Craven, you're not getting away. We'll see about that." MJ, Kraven knows who I am, and he probably knows about you, too!
1: Oh my god, how does he know?
0: I don't know, but once I catch him, I'll see if I can get it out of him.
1: Please be careful, Peter. I really think there's more
0: to this. Okay, well, talk soon, MJ! Kraven pulled out his bow and arrows and fired three at Spider-Man. Peter quickly dodged them with his quick reflexes. While Kraven was a very agile man, and had fast reflexes like Spider-Man, it wasn't as close to his. Man, this reminds me of that time I had that pizza job! After about three minutes of chasing Craven, Spider-Man finally got an opening. GOTCHA! Spider-Man webbed up Kraven like a fly for a spider's lunch. Let's see you try and outrun me now, Spider-Man said. MJ, I just caught Kraven the hunter. I'm going to turn him over to the police. I'm thinking I should speak to Tony Stark about him knowing my identity. MJ, are you there?
1: Peter, I'm so sorry.
0: No. MJ, please, please don't tell me.
1: I'm so sorry, Peter.
0: Mary Jane went on to explain what went wrong during the surgery, but Peter was too fixed into his thoughts. He had just lost two of his best friends to one of his worst enemies. He started to remember back to losing his former lover, Gwen Stacy, (laughs) to the Green Goblin and his Uncle Ben to a mugger who ran right past him and he could have stopped, but the memory that pained him the most was losing Aunt May. He had fought with every fibre in his body to bring her the cure to the illness that was killing her, only to have her die to save thousands of others. I could have saved Cain and made it Matty if Craven wasn't here anymore. I lost Gwen to the green goblin, my uncle Ben to a mugger. I could have stopped. I could have stopped. And Aunt May, if I'd just hurried faster. No. I could have saved them all if these pieces of scum were dead. Perhaps it's time I do something. I should have done a long time ago. If my enemies won't change, or be redeemed, and continue to kill innocent people, then they're better off dead. Peter was cut back to the sound of Mary Jane asking him if he was okay.
1: Peter, are you there?
0: I'll call you back. Peter walked up to Craven the Hunter and grabbed his chin, forcing him to look at him. I'm only going to ask this once, Craven. Who... Hired you. Otto Octavius, he said. Peter felt an intense rage build in him just by hearing that name. Otto Octavius. A man Peter had worked with and known for years until he lost control of himself and became the villain known as Dr. Octopus. He he poisoned the entire city and caused so much destruction by releasing... Of five of Spider Man's worst foes. Peter let go of Craven's chin and bent down and picked up one of Craven's spears. He looked at it for a moment, feeling the smooth wood material through his costume. What are you doing, Spider? Spider Man turned around to face Craven and said in a cold, deep voice Something I should have done a long time ago! Good evening. I'm David Blake. Breaking news tonight, Craven. The hunter, aka Sergei Kravinoff, was found dead on top of an apartment complex this evening. Eyewitnesses say the Spider-Man was near the area when he was found. Police Captain Stacy, who is due to retire in a few months, had this to say. At this point, we cannot rule out the main suspect. But we do believe Spider-Man may know something. So... I'm urging Spider-Man to come down to my office so I can discuss this with him. Thank you. And that's the Daily Bugle's news for tonight. I'm David Blake. Mary Jane switched off the TV. She was in complete shock. She didn't want to believe it, but did Peter kill Craven? She hated thinking that, but the evidence was there. But she had to ask him herself. What?
1: Peter, did you murder Craven?
0: What? No. Why would I murder Craven? MJ gave Peter that glare she would always give him when she knew he was lying about something. Peter sighed and walked upstairs to their bedroom. He removed his shirt and took off the top piece of his Spidey costume. MJ appeared around the corner and saw the blood on his outfit. She gasped.
1: Peter, how could you? How could you murder Craven?
0: What choice did I have, MJ? He knew who I was, and he would have come after you if he had the, gotten the chance.
1: Peter, this isn't you. Please, you need to turn yourself into the police. or Or talk to Tony Stark. Please, you can't do this to yourself.
0: No. MJ, it's too late now. What's done is done. I'm going to go after Otto, even if that means breaking into the raft and killing him myself. If it means to protect you and Ben, then so be it. But I have to do this." Mary Jane felt her heart shatter into a million pieces, hearing such destructive words come from Peter's mouth. She couldn't help but feel angry at the same time. She then slapped him twice and said,
1: "'Your Uncle Ben would have been ashamed of you.'"
0: She walked out of the room and packed a bag and left with Ben. Peter didn't even try to stop her. For he knew no matter what he said, she wouldn't change her mind. With no wife or son left to care, he knew the only thing he had left was his vengeful justice to eliminate the supervillains that had preyed on this city for so many years. First on his list was Otto Octavius. Six months had passed. Peter had donned a new Spidey costume that was more suited to his new personality. He now began wearing a red and black jacket with a massive spider symbol on the back similar to his old costume and a small Spidey symbol on the front of the jacket along with his old Spidey mask, red gloves and whatever jeans he was wearing at the time. He had managed to track down one of Otto Octavius' deals, where his men would deal with guns to whoever came in with a fist full of cash. Peter planned to shut down the gun operation, and then find Otto and end him once and for all. You guys should have called in sick because, well, this Spider-Man is about to put you all in an early grave. Where is Otto keeping the goods? information? a newspaper. Wrong answer. Okay, okay, stop at the docks. He's keeping the guns at the docks. Appreciate that. <laughs> Let's pick a fight. Let's see. Nine thugs, all of them are armed and dangerous. Hello, what's this? Okay, I should pick off that sniper first. Without him, the rest of the room isn't gonna be much of a problem. Shh. shh, shh. Not so loud. He's putting you down like a dog. One by one, each thug fell to the ground either dead or unconscious. Until there was only one left standing, Spider-Man snuck up behind him and grabbed hold of him. I won a ward with your boss, Otto Octavius. Where is he? You
1: ain't gonna kill me. You ain't gonna kill me!
0: Do I look like Iron Man to you? Rethink your answer before I break your fingers one by one.
1: Downtown. His office. But you ain't gonna get him. He knows you're coming free. Good What the hell is here Get him!
0: I've come to ask Otto to relocate to a cemetery Big mistake coming here big mistake. Give up now, Otto. You're finished in this town. We'll see about that, Parker. You sent Craven after me. Why? Because I knew what the outcome would be. And you took it, didn't you, Parker? I don't know what you're talking about. I know you murdered Craven. So what if I did? I did the city a favor by ridding him. You may have, but you took the bait. And the final thing I needed to destroy this city's hero think what you will, Otto, but I'm still taking you down one way or another. NEVER! Peter knew he wouldn't be able to beat Otto with, a sim- with simple punches. He needed to take him down like the last time he did, and that was by disabling his neural interface, which helps him control the arms with his brain. You can't win, Peter. You will never win. I don't go. For winning, Otto. <sighs> Not anymore. I go for ending things. Forever! Spider Man swung around onto Otto's back and attempted to remove the neural interface, but Otto had made some upgrades to it. Otto used one of his, one of his arms to grab Peter and throw him into a bunch of boxes. Oh, oh, oh. Otto grabbed Spider-Man again and started swinging him all around the room until he finally slammed him into the ground. Otto picked up Spider-Man by his back and prepared to pierce his heart. Perhaps I was wrong. Perhaps you are just as weak as always, and the world will know that their hero failed, and that he became no better than the criminals he fights. It was over. Otto had won. Spider-Man would be gone, forever. Otto's smirk went away. His face was beginning to fill with fear. Did he see this happen right in front of him? It was Spider-Man. He had stopped the arm from piercing his heart with his hands. Spider-Man then fired two webs at Otto and pulled him right into his grasp, but instead his mechanical arm went right through his chest, killing Otto. Spider-Man was let go by the arm that held him in place as he watched Otto fall to the floor. Spider-Man stood to his feet and raised his boot into the air and stomped hard on Otto's mechanical arm in his chest. 20 years had passed, Spider-Man had become a wanted fugitive. The NYPD were tracking Spider-Man every single day to bring him to justice and to end his ruthless actions on the city's criminals. Eyewitnesses had spotted him at a graveyard. The police had to take this chance and take Spider-Man in and end his reign of terror. Peter Parker was 55 years of age now after killing Dr. Octopus. While he had rid the city of his foes, he still felt intense pain and sadness in his heart. Not for the criminals he had killed, but for what it cost him. Mary Jane and his son were gone, the Avengers kicked him off the team, everyone, everyone that had looked up to him now hated him. Peter pulled out his old mask and put it on and looked behind him. He took a moment to mourn the loss of his beloved Aunt May and Uncle Ben. As Spider-Sense started to tangle, he turned around and saw half the NYPD surrounding him. Freeze! Spider-Man took a step back, calculating his odds. There were at least 35 NYPD officers, half of them equipped with sable-tech armor and weaponry. Spider-Man had faced this technology before, but only now the police had upgraded it and it was beyond his knowledge. One of the officers told Spider-Man to give up now and come in quietly. Spider-Man then opened his lips to say, I know, but I can't go back now. It's too late. It's done what had to be done. It is done. Peter then looked behind him and sensed the presence he knew well, it was his younger self. His younger self had been allowed to see a glimpse of his future, his older self knew this because the same thing had happened to him. Older Peter then spoke to his younger self, who was hiding behind Aunt May's gravestone. There's nothing you can do, even if you try. Time is about to flip again. Just remember what you've done here. I can't warn you about what's coming, because if you know, you'll only only make things worse. It's better this way. Better for me, better for MJ, and better for our son. His name is Ben, but it would pretty much have to be, wouldn't it? We had a good run. We fought the good fight, and MJ never stopped loving us, even when it all went bad. Nothing else matters. Nothing Older Spider-Man then attacked the NYPD while he continued speaking to his younger self. Tell MJ that you love her. Tell her every night and every morning. As, you, as gently as you can, make her understand that we can all fall sooner or later. Nobody lives forever. Nobody gets a free pass. What matters? If you go down fighting, you go down clean. This is one of the darkest stories of Spider-Man's saga. Had Spider-Man not killed Kraven, perhaps none of this would have happened to him. In the end, he made a choice, and that choice costed him his life. In the end, he earned his name as Last Stand Spider-Man. While this version will remain one of the most tragic ones, it it does not differ from the other dimensions where someone else than Peter Parker wears the mask of the hero. Anybody can be Spider-Man. Anybody can wear the mask. As long as you never forget these words. With great power comes great responsibility. Who am I? I'm Spider-Man.